Welcome to Awakening Divine Wildness, hosted by inspirational speaker and best-selling author, Mal Duane. Mal invites you to embrace your divine wildness with powerful conversations with visionary women. Listen in and learn how to move from pain and heartache to forgiveness and freedom so you can live the life you deserve. Welcome to Awakening Divine Wildness. I am so excited today because we're going to get to talk about one of my favorite topics, intuition. And today we have the best expert that I know of about psychic abilities and intuition. Joining me today is Sherry Dillig, and she's been a psychic since childhood. She's a psychic, she's a medium, a medical intuitive, and a teacher for over 30 years. Among her international clientele are spiritual leaders, celebrities, and business executives. She has given over 50,000 readings. Her books, she has 11 of them currently on Amazon, have been translated into eight languages, and her writing has also appeared in national magazines such as Glamour, Huffington Post, The LeafNet, New Age Journal, and Yahoo homepage. She's been featured on television, radio, and print for her work as a psychic and a medium. She's an expert at helping others to better understand and develop their innate intuitive and spiritual gifts. Her passion for the fusion of intuition, spirituality, and conscious self-growth has made her a popular speaker and teacher. She has a master's in divinity and a PhD in metaphysics and new thought and pastoral counseling. Sherry, I am so honored to have you today. This is gonna be a great show. Well, thank you so much for inviting me. I feel very honored to be here. Oh, uh, you know, uh, intuition is a very hot topic for me because I've learned the hard way by not paying attention. And so I wonder why it's so difficult, especially for women, to develop and even learn to trust their intuition. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, that brings up a good point because women tend to be intuitive. I mean, it, it's something that, uh, you know, sometimes we take for granted and we don't name it intuition. Um, sometimes it can be very gentle when it comes to family or friends and feeling, um, you know, that something might be going on or feeling what someone else is feeling. And for a woman that feels very natural to kind of like have awareness in that way, it doesn't even feel like intuition. Um, and then there are other times when our intuition is more pronounced, when, we get a strong signal that maybe that's not the best partner to be dating, or it might not be the best uh, business decision, or there's something that we're needing to pay attention to with our health or something like that. And those are the times when um, we often don't pay attention. We, we can kind of ignore it at that time. And one of the things that I found that helps that is to become more aware of when we are normally intuiting so we can build our confidence up about the little things that we intuit that we kind of take for granted. And we don't even give a second thought to why we know how another feels. I mean, of course we know we're women. 
um, or, you know, uh, relation, anything within relationships. And even now, honestly, it, it enters the business world quite a lot too, is we, we have gut feelings about things. So as we become aware of those little things, and that's one of the things I do in the books is I bring up the little things that the subtle cues that maybe we, um, kind of, you know, dismiss and, when we notice those more, pay attention to them, and then kind of see the outcome of how accurate they are. It helps us to build up that intuitive muscle a little bit so that when the bigger things come along, we can be, oh, well, yeah, this has always played out. Maybe I should listen. Give me an example of like some of the little things that you're talking about. Okay. So some of the little things are, um, like I said, kind of how another might be feeling. Another would be um, walking, we'll talk about business, walking into a meeting or a, a, you know something to do with work and you get butterflies in your stomach. Or you know, you're, everything's fine, you walk into a party, we'll say, and you immediately get this vibe of, um, I don't know, I'm a little uncomfortable, I don't know why, even though you've been looking forward to it, you're excited about it, or you walk into a gathering and you're all, you know, you're suddenly feeling kind of more um, open and sharing. And that's surprising, too, because maybe you're not normally like that. Um, those, That's just the way that we pick up energy. That's our energy response. And intuition is connected to energy. It's energy information. Um, some other subtle cues may be um, dreams. You know, a lot of our intuition comes up in dreams where sometimes it's a clear message. A lot of times it's not, though. It's kind of fuzzy, but we know it's significant. We kind of, yeah, I don't know. I had this dream. It it, it feels like something. Um, and sometimes, you know, we'll know it. We won't know exactly exactly what it's about, but we'll have that sense. And that's our intuition. Um, it also shows up subtly in our health, too. Um where, you know, I do a fair number of uh, medical readings with people and I'll bring up certain foods or um, other things that they're doing that may be having a detrimental effect. And quite often, you know, people, women shake their head like, oh, yeah, well, I know that, um, you know, I felt that, but I guess I didn't listen to it or I dismissed it. Um, so it's that kind of thing where it's kind of in the back of our mind somewhere or in our body. And it's like, yeah, I know that, but this is more important. You know, what, what's like right in front of my face, more tangible. So, you know, those are examples that I think everybody can probably relate to in some way. For me, a strong hits a gut feeling. Right. I get a real deep gut feeling and it's, mm -hmm. it's almost like a warning sign. Yeah. It's telling me something's not right. No. Yeah. You know, pay attention here. Wake up. Look. Right. Look at everything. You know, don't mm -hmm. assume. Look at all the facts. And when I've ignored that feeling, it has cost me dearly. As we have all been there, too. <laughs> it has been. And I don't yeah. mean in a, in a monetary way, but more mm -hmm. in an emotional way. Yeah. Mm -hmm. way that I've put myself in some really painful situations because I didn't pay attention to the warning. We've all been there. I mean, I think that that's something all women can relate to. And, um, you know, I think part of it too, is we're kind of socialized to, in a way that 
um, you know, from a young age, you know, we're, you know, young girls are very intuitive. Most, I mean, it's not something that just happens as we get older, you know, when we're young, um, a lot of girls, I noticed with my granddaughters, they're like that. You can, I can see it in them. They, they just get feelings about people or they, uh, situations. And sometimes they pull back and sometimes, and we kind of get coached as women to kind of be there for others, you know, and to put aside some of those feelings is to kind of, you know, pay attention to what others, you know, I know with my granddaughters, I can see that too, of like, no, go play. That's fine. Like, just no, go do that. You know, um, you know, and I, I think it's well-meaning. I think part of it is parents and schools and all, you know, wanting us to be kind of confident and not playing into our feelings or things like that. But I think the detrimental effect is we tend to ignore all that and we ignore kind of what we know to whatever that may be, do what is, is expected, you know, do what we think we should be doing. I think a common thing for women too is that lots of times, as you said, as children, we do have these gifts. Right. And when we do come pop something right out, flies out of our mouth, we're told to dismiss, you know, forget about that. That's ridiculous. Right. Let go of that. You don't know right. what you're talking about. That's craziness. It's foolish. And so that gift starts being suppressed very early on. Mm-hmm. And then we're afraid right. to speak up or use it as mm-hmm. we grow up. Right. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. I think, you know, like going back to my granddaughters, my one granddaughter the other day told me she wants a real unicorn a real one, she kept saying, no, I want a real one. And I realized that in her mind, there was a real unicorn. And that kind of, although it's imagination, and there are no real unicorns, I get that. It's that same thing we're talking about. Well, how did how does she distinguish between that awareness? Well, there's a real unicorn out there. I really want the real one as as to what else is coming in, you know, because I bring this up because our intuition a lot of times is connected to our imagination too. Our imagination puts meaning sometimes to the energy that we're receiving. And it's a fine line sometimes between differentiating what's imagination as in fanciful hopes and dreams and wishes and what is in that imagination kind of realm within us that is actually you know, are being used to give us information, to put a form to the energy we're receiving. And I think that's a very important point that you're bringing up because so many women dismiss their intuition because they think it's imagination. Exactly, right. But in fact, it's it's a much deeper source of communication that they're right. Any helpful hints on how we can decipher those more effectively so that we know what the source of the information is that we're receiving. Right, right. I talk a lot about this in the new book, You Are Psychic, because it actually, there is actually very discernible um, signs when you're connecting to, you know, real information and when you're not. I'll just talk about a few of them. One of them is we'll talk about receiving energy information, intuition through thoughts. Through, you know, um, I'll give you an example. You're ready to go to work. You're driving, you're getting in your car and you hear this, you know, or you feel this thought or feeling and it's, um, 
you know, don't take the highway, take the back roads, take the back roads. And you think, well, you don't even think much. You get in the car, you turn on the radio and, you know, why would I do that? I'm not going to do that. Um, and so you get in the, you know, and so you drive, you go in the highway and sure enough, there's an accident and you're backed up and you're late for work. And you think, wow, I kind of knew to take the back roads, but I didn't think it. All right. So in that example, information, energy, information, intuition that comes in as thought, it doesn't, it tends to be kind of flat, believe it or not. It tends to be a concise repetitive over and over awareness. Don't take the highway. Don't take the highway. Take the back roads or with business or we'll say with someone you meet relationship wise. Um, you know, something like, you know, this person is not going to treat you well. It's not going to treat you well, not going to treat you well. Um, and it doesn't incite a lot of emotion, intuitive information, unlike our ego um, our thinking or feeling capacity on self-generated gets us excited, gets us kind of, you know, it, it, it triggers us where intuitive information doesn't do that. It's, it's just, even if it's something really important, it's, it's kind of just states it like, go to the doctor, go to the doctor, go to the doctor. I had that happen with my teeth, not that long. And here I write all the books about it. And I kept getting this like, like message, go to the dentist, go to the dentist give your dentist a call. <laughs> I didn't give my dentist a call. And I regret doing that because when I finally went in, it was bigger issue than it would have been if I had just like go to the dentist. And that's one of the reasons, again, we don't listen is because it doesn't kind of always shake us and grab us. Even if it's intense inside of us, we can kind of easily ignore it because that's not what I want. I want this relationship to work out. I'm going to make it work. And so this voice that say, no, nope, not going to work, not going to work. It's sometimes, honestly, it's easy to dismiss. So part of it is paying attention to the subtle, consistent, repetitive feelings or thoughts and listening to that and not trying to override it and not expecting that. Here's another thing that we do that we get into trouble with. This is probably one of the bigger ones is we want to know why, mm -hmm. you know, why, okay. yeah. you know, why, why should I take the back roads? I don't want to take the back roads. I want to zip down there to work. I want this relationship to work. Why there, why shouldn't I trust this person? He did this or he did that. Why shouldn't I? Um, intuition doesn't usually fill in the why. And that, that can be really tough one for us who want to, don't want to make decisions based on not knowing what's going to happen, you know? Um, and, and again, it's subtle, you know, it can be even like picking up the phone to talk to a friend. Um, they could be going through something kind of in a big deal. And we're just getting this message of, you know, call Sarah, give her a call, give, send her an email, go ahead, do it. Um, but it's not like, oh my God, do you know what she's going through? You better get on that phone right now because Sarah's having a tough day. She's had all kinds of problems. You got to get on that. You know, you, you understand what I'm saying. It's not, it's not like, you know, filling in the blanks for us. And also intuition, um, a premonition isn't like 
ego oriented. It it it's mm -hmm. it's not about attacking somebody else or no, gosh, negative. No. It's it's as you're saying, it's very neutral information. It's not meant to trigger, just repetitive, kind of a nudge. Right. Um, but not information that's like really self-serving or in any way works against somebody else. It's it's not that kind of thing. No, never, never. In fact, no, you never get ego gratified by your intuition. <laughs> it doesn't tell you you're the best. It doesn't do that. It doesn't tell you you're the worst, though, either. It doesn't. Um, I mean, it can be uplifting, though. Don't get me wrong. That's one reason I love working with intuition is that the more you listen, the more that you open yourself to intuition, the more you realize there is a lot of love just out there. There is a definitely positive energy that I can absorb and feel that's uplifting, that guides me for my highest good, that really has my best interest at heart, that's protective of me. I mean, it can be incredibly gratifying in that way, but it doesn't appeal, like you said, to the ego part of us. Right. Um, you know, it, it's something that, that, that gives us so much, but yet it's more, it's more developmental soulfully and spiritually in us as humans than it is kind of putting us on a pedestal or we can never use intuition to try to get back at someone or to know something about them that can be damaging because that just completely backfires on us. All we do in that way is attract negative energy. And I do see women who I've even listened to them that mm -hmm. have said, well, I got this really strong intuitive hit and it was negative about somebody and it right. was very self-serving what they were saying. And I was saying, mm -mm, that can't be intuition. This may be a stupid question, but what's the difference between say psychic abilities and being right. intuitive? Well, it's not a stupid question. It's a very, very valid question. Um, because it, you know, it depends on who you ask that in some ways, if you ask me what you did, um, I, I tend to use them interchangeably, but some people are more comfortable with the word intuition than they are psychic. Psychic can bring up the, the idea of something way paranormal, you know, kind of like out there where intuition feels a little bit more naturalist to, you know, our everyday lives. Um, some people will use, and I have used psychic, the word psychic to also describe using our intuition more um, invoking it to use it when we want to use it. Because, you know, in that way, it becomes more something, an ability that, um, and sometimes I guess that may be feeling different to some people than intuition that just is happening. And psychic energy or psychic ability that is something that you know incorporates different psychic skills that we can develop more is it a different level of communication well it is in the way that when we you know it it's not as random and spontaneous as our intuition um it it's something that we do have to kind of work out a little bit more um, if we're wanting to, let's say, you know, you have a, um, a choice to make with a job or um, some whatever choice it may be, what to school to go to, something like that. And 
you can use your intuition just simply in the way of kind of getting a feel for either one. Um, but if we wanted to talk about kind of more using a psychic ability for it, then you could, um, you know, I have a lot of exercises in the book about this where you would basically get into a little bit more of a quiet, relaxed, meditative state. And then you, um, whatever, you know, whether it's, um, you know, there's different ways to work with this energy. You can visualize it. Um, you can open your heart and get more of a sense in your heart of what, um, you know, kind of just invoking that to, to kind of tone, hone in a little bit more. Um, but, you know, I, I, you know, I've been doing this work for so long. I've been doing this work for, I always tell people longer than I like to think I'm old, I, you know, probably um, close to 40 years now. And I've written a lot of books. And the funny thing is, the more I write and the more I work with people, the more I really don't even know how important that is to categorize certain abilities. You know, that's a big thing. Well, is it clairsentience? Is it clairvoyance? Is it, you know, this or is it that? And I think sometimes that really detracts from the, the very natural way that we can know things that are useful to our everyday lives, because that's kind of the bottom line. You know, it's not to develop these fantastic skills that you can pull out to amaze people. I mean, we can do that. That's perfectly fine. Um, I mean, I have to do a fair amount of that just because that's what I do for work. But it, it's not really that essential to our well-being. I, you know, it, sometimes it's keeps just keeping to the basics, opening our heart, feeling our body, uh, listening to our thoughts. It's, it's, I think we can get further sometimes than getting hung up in, am I doing this ability right? You know, is, am I following the directions? I see people get, you know, kind of crippled in, in just the basics. And it's kind of, I, you know, like I said, the more, the farther I go, the more I go backwards and just like, well, listen, you know, learn to listen, learn to relax. We can get very far as far, you know, just doing those simple things, really. It's almost like the same thing with meditation. People, you know, are focusing on a technique, a way, right. yeah. and it's not about the technique. Right. Settle down, get quiet and just enjoy mm -hmm. the experience and and i think you're saying the same thing here with our intuition or if we're trying to develop psychic ability is to just ease ease into it relax now you're also which i find fascinating is a medical intuitive and this is becoming more and more and more prevalent uh in healthcare and in treatment of people um explain a little bit about what that medical intuitive means you know, it's interesting because um, that was a kind of intuition I was not that excited about developing. It kind of came to me. Um, I I um, lived for a very long time within walking distance of Duke Hospital, Duke University Hospital. And there was a lot going on there with new types of, you know, modalities, things like that. Well, Years ago, this happened. Um, one of them that was being explored there was medical intuition. And so I got involved through some people I know that some physicians that work there, and they started sending people to me to that that were people that had kind of unexplained problems or 
things that they had multiple diagnosis. They couldn't quite figure out, is it this, is it that? And just to see whatever I got, basically, to see if I could be helpful. So over the years, I've just gotten a lot of people come to me for those reasons because I kind of started out with that. And I wasn't really confident in it. I kind of was surprised people were coming to me, to be honest with you, because I don't have a medical background. So all I would do was tell people what I got. And I couldn't use medical terms because I don't know them. So I just described, well, this is what I see happening. You know, this is what, this is what I look at your body. That's what I get is I actually had a client this morning with a heart problem who, um, you know, I, again, I kind of just described what I got and she ended up, you know, confirming that she had just had some surgery and we won't go into the whole thing, but, um, the surprising thing about medical intuition is that it's a lot, it's not as hard as people think. <laughs> I, mean, I, know, I know that sounds odd because it was daunting to me. It was very daunting to me to think, Oh my gosh, I got, I mean, it, it was like scary. I would have doctors saying, Oh, we're going to send this person. I'm like, okay, great. Well, you know, I don't, I don't know. Um, so I just completely had to rely on my intuition and it worked out well for me. I do a lot of medical work now. I don't, you know, like I said, it kind of came to me. I, I scan the body. I look at the body. Um, do, you, do you see organs or energy? Yeah, I see oh. organs. I definitely see organs quite a bit. I mean, almost like I, I see them. Uh, I mean, I'm pretty clairvoyant if we want to use terms in terms of that, just seeing images. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'll literally see um, veins or I'll see muscles or I'll see the stomach lining. I mean, I just very clearly can see what's going on. And that's what I describe to people is exactly what I see and feel. And if I get messages about that, I'll pass those along. Um, I guess my, my problem, I guess, because it is becoming more prevalent, is that my personal belief is that I have found that some medical intuitives are prescribing a lot of, um, and not prescribing because they're not physicians, but recommending, we'll say lots of different supplements and things to eat and things, you know, supplements. And, and in my work, I've found that a lot of people can't really um, utilize a lot of the supplements they're given. It can actually be causing problems. So when I see someone that says they're a medical intuition, but I realize they're actually selling supplements or products, I get a real red flag. So that would be my only red flag to tell people is that if you want to do that, I would suggest you find someone that isn't going to, isn't also selling a product. Um, and, you know, it's just an easy kind of, I don't necessarily mean anybody's doing it with ill intent, but I, it's just something I would say to be a little bit wary about. Have you ever gotten information you didn't want to know? Oh, absolutely. All the time. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, well, I, I did not want to know that. Or, I mean, it like information just comes to you. Yeah. It doesn't have to do with anything that you, anyone that you know personally that's around you. Or you know, it doesn't, it doesn't happen that often to me anymore. I mean, it used to happen, but I've tra trained myself now to not know and to not pick up things like that. Mm -hmm. And the funny thing with me is that if something happens that I have absolutely no control over and I don't know about it, 
beforehand, I'm kind of relieved because it's hard to know. I mean, I'm like, good. I'm glad I didn't know that because what, what are you going to do with that? If you have no control, it's very difficult. And that's another reason people shut down is because sometimes when you're too open, it can be tough and you don't even know why you're getting these feelings or thoughts. I mean, you don't even know why all of a sudden am I feeling my body's heavy or I feel really weighed down or tired? What is that about? Um, a lot of times that's just absorbing energy around. So again, it's something I talk a lot about in the book about how to kind of take care of yourself, your physical self, your energy health, and keep yourself in pure, positive, high energy environments and with people and only really receiving that. So you're not walking around burdened by energy that you have no idea what to do with or where it's coming from. I would think it would be most important for you to protect yourself, protect your, your energy field, you know, who you're with, um, all of that to, because you do receive so much, you are open, you are receptive. Definitely. Yeah, definitely. I think everybody should though, especially women. I really do. I think more women pick up, absorb energy than they're aware of. I really do. Cause a lot of times it, you know, being empathetic, um, or, you know, can really having that empathy for others, you know, women can just, it just goes right into the heart, right into the body, you know, and we can feel it for others. And um, that isn't always in our best interest or in the other person's best interest, because it may not honestly be helping them any, you know, as much as we think we might be or not. I can always sense when someone doesn't like me, even though they're acting, mm -hmm. you know, kind of normal. Right. I can feel it deeply right. when someone doesn't like me, and but they're hiding it. Mm -hmm. I don't know why, but I just do. I, I just. Oh, it. well, it's good. You know that you're feeling that. I mean, cause yeah. you, what that could translate into, if you didn't know would be bad feelings about yourself. Like, Oh, I don't feel good about myself. So it's good to be able. Yeah. I'm always kind of happy when I know that, that someone doesn't like me because then I can kind of like, I almost feel like good. Well, not everybody, I'm not everybody's cup of tea. I get that. I mean, never have been, never will be and let them be. That's fine. They can go be them. But it helps me to not, I can kind of put up a bit of a shield then. Not out of anger. I don't wish no one any ill harm or anything, but it's just, you know, I don't need that energy though either. Well, I want to shout out your book again. You Are Psychic, which is on Amazon, mm -hmm. came out in June, which has a lot of really in-depth information about the tips that you gave us today and also i want to let the listeners know that you have a wonderful free um audio uh i believe he's called it a meditation it's um, kind of like an intuitive exercise meditation that's on your website people can go sign up for your newsletter and get that free audio file as well right on your website which is sherry dillard.com and i will put that also in the show notes sherry it's been wonderful i it's am been great so thank you so much i had a great time of having you on today i know how busy you are when's the next book coming up 
I don't know. I mean, 11, girl. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not sure about that one. Yeah. yeah. Well, you've, you've got a beautiful collection of books. Well, thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. It's been it's great. It's been wonderful. Thanks for listening to Awakening Divine Wildness. If you like what you heard, please share this podcast with a friend and leave some stars in a favorable review at iTunes. And be sure to visit MalDwayneCoach.com for your free Heal Your Heart, Reclaim Your Worth six-week video course.